Hey everyone, this is Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. I hope all is well and wanted to welcome everyone to this particular video series, which is basically going to give you a general overview of the steps involved with buying a home. Um, as of lately, I've had a number of people contact me via social media, uh, email, as well as text message regarding what steps are involved with buying a home. Chris, I think I'm ready to buy a home. What do I need to do? If you're asking these questions to yourself, and this video will definitely be very helpful for you because this video is going to be designed to go over a number of steps that are involved with buying a home. It can seem a little confusing at times. It could be a little bit much at times, um, but it gives you a general idea of what does occur. And that's why it's another reason it's important to have a real estate professional work along with you to help guide you through these steps. Um, as I go through this process, one of the big things that I want to make sure everybody's aware of, it's not a straight line. This process does not go straight. It doesn't happen one thing after the other, but it generally gives you an idea of what happens in the process. So if I had to draw a map, you would probably see a little zigzag, but it ultimately ends up with you purchasing a home. So that's the, the big goal. So when you're thinking about the steps that are involved with purchasing a home, look at the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that you'll be a new homeowner at the end of the day. So I tell everyone, take your time, review this information because whether you know it or not or realize it, but this is going to be the largest transaction or largest investment that you'll probably make for and this will probably be for a number of people this would be the largest investment that you'll make and you want to make sure that you have an understanding of what goes on and then secondly work with someone who understands the process and that's where you work with a real estate professional whether it be me or someone else but work with someone who is very familiar with the process and making sure that you're following the steps that are needed to help you be successful with achieving the ultimate goal which is purchasing a brand new home so this is Chris Brown, your real estate professional, welcoming you to the series of my general overview of the steps involved with buying your next home. So thank you and look forward and provide any comments um, at the end of each video to let me know how I can improve these videos and if it's helpful. Definitely if it's helpful, give me a thumbs up and uh, share it with someone else. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Chris Brown, a real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur, providing you with the first step of buying your, your new home, and that being deciding to buy a home. So one of the quotes that I like to share with people is, it starts off by, by like this, it is one day or day one. And basically what that means is really taking the effort to go ahead and decide to buy a home. Decide to buy a home and do the next step to make it happen, make that dream a reality. That's basically preparing yourself financially and emotionally. Even though buying a home is a grand thing and it's a grand opportunity for a number of individuals, it brings a lots of excitement at the end, but going through the process, it can be mentally and emotionally draining. So you want to make sure that you're following these steps uh, to make sure that it's not so draining and that the process can go as smooth as possible. There are, I'm sure there will probably be some bumps in the road, 
but banking it as smooth as possible. So financially, you want to make sure you're good to go. So understanding what your, your credit is, understanding um, your work history, getting your correct documents that are needed. So be sure when you decide, when you make that first step, deciding to buy a home, make sure that you're financially set as well as emotionally set. And they'll find out that this is the very first step in buying a home and preparing yourself. And this will get you set for the next step. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. So this next step is get pre-approved. So a lot of people have their own bank accounts and they may feel comfortable by getting pre-approved with someone that they're familiar with. And that being possibly their current bank that they're with. Usually... Your current bank has great rates, which is perfectly fine. So you basically want to work with your current bank or any particular loan officer or loan professional such that you can submit an application and have all of your documents reviewed. The reason that you want to do this is because before you start the home search, you want to see how much home you can actually afford. So there's no need to be looking at half a million dollar homes when you only can afford a $200,000 home. So you want to make sure that your time is utilized wisely because, as I stated in the first step, you want to make sure that you're preparing yourself financially as well as emotionally because this can be an emotional roller coaster for us. Like I said, it's a great thing to occur. However, you want to make sure that you're prepared. So make sure that you get pre-approved. You can utilize your bank. Or if you have a real estate professional that you're able to reach out to, reach out to them and ask them for some suggestions. Um, because you're going to find that this is going to be a key. Each step is pretty key, but this is definitely a key as in understanding how much home you can afford and what type of home that you can afford as well. And we'll kind of go a little bit more into detail about that. But this step here is getting pre-approved, very important step. So make sure you get that so that you can know how much home you can actually afford. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. Now, these next two steps in this series really go hand in hand. This next step coming up is meet with your real estate agent or real estate professional. And the reason that you want to do this is because you want to narrow down and kind of define what type of home you're looking for pertaining to like the style, the price, and the neighborhood. So there's no need to be looking on the other side of town when you plan on staying on this side of town. So you want to make sure that you have that kind of defined when you meet with uh, your real estate professional. And that way that they can uh, do a couple of things and kind of make you aware of particular areas, whether it's the school district, uh, different amenities that are in the different communities, um, whether it's, um, you know, restaurants, activities. You want to kind of know that information a little bit ahead of time and also have a general idea of what you want in a property. That's what you're going to find to be key. Um, and that next step, that we're, the reason I say the next step kind of ties high, hand in hand is because they have, um, you want to look at properties at that point as well, once you kind of de- define this. So be sure to initially meet with your real estate agent to understand what type of properties that you're looking for. And that's pertaining to the style, price, and the neighborhood. Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. So our next step that we're going to be talking about is looking at properties. So this is the part where it could be a little challenging when you're looking at properties. And this is why you want to make sure the steps before this step are actually taken care of. 
and you'll find out a number of people skip to this particular step at looking at properties and find that it's not as efficient and it also becomes a time waster. And what I mean by that is because in today's market, the real estate is moving so fast is that if you see a property today, you won't have time to go back and take care of the necessary things such as getting your financing in line, submitting paperwork, submitting documents. Um, a lot of times that property may be gone after that weekend and just going through the pre-approval process, it takes some time. It takes a couple of days just to kind of get that information in it. And it also depends on how quickly you can get the documents uh, to your loan professional or your loan officer. So when you're looking at homes, this is a step where I actually am listening to my clients, understanding what they're looking for in that home, understanding what, how many bedrooms they're looking for, how many bathrooms, um, other features that they want. You know, they may want a stand-up shower, they may want a stand-up shower and a tub, or they may want something that's all-in-one. They may want something with a big backyard. Those are some of the features that are discussed in this step as well as in the previous step, just having a clear understanding. So that's why I particularly sit down with each of my clients and we actually do an orientation where I can have a better understanding of what their expectations are as well as I can provide my expectations as we're going through the process. So it saves both of us time as well as it saves you the frustration because, like I said, this can be a frustrating process. So if you're just continuously looking at houses and you're not finding what you're looking for, then we need to go back to the drawing board. And if you have to keep going back to the drawing board, something isn't being discussed or the right questions aren't being asked. Um, and that's why it's important. So looking at properties, taking notes of different things that you like about a property. There may be some things that you could probably do without or you thought that you must have it in a property and you find out, you know what, not necessarily, I don't really like that. So you may be able to, to play with that. Um, if it's a husband, wife, um, and they're looking at properties together, usually you have to, to play both sides. And what I mean by that is just having an understanding of what she's looking for and then what he's looking for. And when you can bring that together and have them come together with an understanding of what they want in the property, then you have a good deal. Because at that point, you're saving time, you're not driving around as a real estate professional or even as an individual where you're spending your weekends looking at houses. Um, you know, you definitely want to find something. That's the, the object and that's why we're having these steps so that you can be successful and not stressed out as you're going through this process. So be sure to take notes when you're looking at properties that um, may have, that meet your, your needs and your wants and just kind of be open, be free with that process, have a clear understanding and discuss it with uh, your spouse, or even with any other individuals that you may have that's in your supporting corner. So be sure to look at those properties and uh, come back with some good notes for yourself. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. Okay, now we're down to the nitty gritty. So you found the house that you want. So this is really where your real estate professional comes into uh, play as in being able to really help you out and be of assistance and looking out for your best interests. So when you're at this step, you're basically leaning on your real estate professional to look at the local market, you know, see if the price for that particular home is where it needs to be for you to 
put in an offer because this is where the negotiation comes down to and this is where your agent needs to have the knowledge of that local area so that they can put forth a an offer that is suitable for the market as well as to make sure that you're going to qualify for it. So that's also another reason why your financing uh, in the beginning is taken care of because this will allow your real estate agent to actually negotiate on your behalf. If they have a clear understanding of how your financing is set up, they'll understand what needs to be placed on the contract, what needs to be stated in conversation, as well as what also may not need to be said in the conversation when they're speaking with, say, the listing agent that has the property that you're interested in. And then it's also just having an idea of what um, benefits are needed for you. Like if you may need assistance with like your down payment, um, closing costs, or anything along those lines, that's why your real estate professional needs to be aware of that information so they can negotiate on your behalf and also set the right terms um, that will make you comfortable. You know, ultimately, your real estate professional should be working for you and looking out for your best interest. That's the whole purpose of having a real estate professional uh, get involved. So if they're providing additional tips and details, it's probably because they want you to be aware of certain things as you're going through the process. Uh, one of the big things that I like to do is to educate, educate, excuse me, educate uh, buyers along the process as well as sellers. Sellers go through the same process when they're dealing with a buyer that has a contract. So I have to educate them both ways, buyers and sellers, letting them know what's going on through the process and also what may be going on on the other side of things. So be sure when you found that, when you find your house, this is the time where your real estate agent goes into action, puts on their little cape, and makes things happen for you. All right, it's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. Let's submit that offer. All right, so you found the property that you're looking for, and you want to go ahead and get the offer submitted. So one of the big things in this process is make sure that you're submitting all the documents that are needed for this particular offer. Because what happens is you have a lot of people that don't read the instructions uh, as in what the offer needs to be. There's, you know, they may say, hey, it needs this particular title company. It may say it needs to be signed on this particular contract. And that's where it's going to be important. So when that happens, when you're making that offer, make sure uh, that you're communicating with your real estate professional to make sure that they're providing the necessary documents that need to be signed, particularly like a selling disclosure, uh, HOA documents, uh, any other particular documents that may, may need to be required for that community. You want to make sure that you're getting those documents signed. So it's the contract, additional documents, and then also your initial deposit. And this is that escrow money. Usually, I'm telling people at least $2,000. It depends on the market. Some markets, the minimum is probably around uh, $5,000. depends on the market. But traditionally, uh, I tell my my buyers to say, hey, be prepared, or even my sellers to be prepared to either um, do an initial deposit of 2000 or we're being prepared to accept um, no less than uh, $2,000 for that initial deposit. So make sure that that's all in line, as well as the loan approval letter. They want to know if you have been approved for this amount that you're offering on their property. So if you're offering a property or even 
if you're accepting offers, you want to see that loan approval. Let me see and let me know that you've already gone through the process, taken the necessary steps to get approved. It looks good if you already have that on hand versus, hey, I need a couple of days to get this information. Shows that you're not ready, that you're not even ready in the process. So you want to make sure that you have that information already taken care of. So submit that offer and get it approved uh, with all of the necessary documents that are needed so that you can um, get the thumbs up from either a particular buyer or seller. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. It's negotiations time. Yes, let's negotiate. So if you got into this point, that's good if you're negotiating. Some people say, oh, I don't like to negotiate. But if you're negotiating, that's a good thing. And this is what I mean. It's because after you submitted an offer, if the seller, say if you're on the buying side and the seller negotiates with you and says, hey, we won't accept this offer, but we will accept this. So that lets you know that, one, you have someone that's motivated to sell or even to buy. It depends on what side of the, the deal you're on. So negotiation is key. This is where your real estate professional comes in as well by having a clear understanding of what your financing is because they'll be able to provide feedback as in how high you'll be able to negotiate, what you'll actually be able to negotiate because you may negotiate um the actual price of the property, the purchasing price, down payment, um, seller incentives. There may be something in there that you may need help with. And this is where your real estate professional will come into play to help you out. So it may even be negotiating appliances for the home. You know what I mean? So I've had that situation where we negotiate appliances. Uh, we've had situations where we've negotiated um lawn care or whatever it may be hoa or down payment providing a little bit of uh, incentives uh, to help my particular buyer or seller close the deal so this is a key to make sure that you have an understanding of your finances as well as just being patient in this process it's not a bad thing that you're actually negotiating it could definitely be a good thing it's just having a, a meeting of the minds because What's better than having someone, a buyer that's interested and a seller that's interested in selling? So negotiate, try to work it out, and have your real estate professional be calm in this process so that they can you know, do their thing professionally and also be able to represent you for your best interest. So that's why you have a, uh, a real estate professional on your side as you're going through this process. Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. All right, now that the negotiations have been settled and your contract has been accepted, and that means that everyone has signed, the next key thing is you'll probably get this from your real estate professional. Well, you should get it from them. And this is what we call, some people call it a transaction calendar, or some people call it a critical date timeline. And what it is, is basically understanding important dates as you're going through this process. Typically, loans are closing within, say, a 45-day period, and that's being on the safe side, 30 to 45 days, depending upon the type of loan uh, and what's going on. If you're getting financing, you know, I always tell everybody 45 days. You know, let's look at 45 days, and if it happens sooner, it makes me look better. However, as you're going through this process, you'll find that there's sometimes it'll happen sooner, sometimes it'll happen later. 
that's where it becomes that emotional roller coaster and that's where you have to be patient and also have a clear understanding of what's going on throughout the process so having that patience but the critical date timeline or transaction calendar will provide those dates for you so that you understand when you should be hearing back from your real estate professional or getting some type of a response or as letting you know that you may need to take action and do something during that time frame. So be sure to have that set up in the beginning. And it's typically about five to six, I'd say maybe seven different dates um, that you want to be very keen on and making sure that you're addressing them on those specific dates. Because some of those dates, if they're not addressed on those specific dates, not the day after that specific day, then your contract could be void voided so make sure that you have that set up ask your real estate professional for that voided contract or excuse me ask them for the critical date timeline or some type of transaction calendar to let you know what's going on throughout the process and when you should ask about specific questions a lot of times i tell people let's talk about it the day before and that's when it gives me an excuse to kind of reach out to my clients to say hey this is what's coming up uh this week um and this is what this step means. If this happens, and this means that. If it doesn't happen, then it means that we're in this position. So have that clear understanding that will make the stress a little bit, definitely a lot less for you as you're going through the process. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. All right, this step here, we're going to talk about submitting the loan to the lender. Now, this isn't your responsibility to do, but this is your loan professional's responsibility to do. So once you have that contract, that uh, approved contract signed by both sides, you're going to provide that information to your lender, and then now they're going to start the loan process for you. They're going to submit all your documents, financial documents that you provided previously, as well as, as they're going through the process, they're going to order an appraisal for the property. An appraisal of the property is just basically giving you, getting the official value of, uh, of that particular property that you have an interest in. So as I mentioned before, before submitting your offer, your real estate professional should also look at the market for that particular uh, property so that they can make sure that you guys are offering at least market value. And if you're not mark, you know, offering market value, then there has to be a good reason why not. And reason being like if it's above, and then that property would really have to have a number of upgrades. And, and that's where things get a little shaky as you're going through the process. So always try to be at market value, understand what properties have sold that are very similar to your property in that particular neighborhood. And that help you um, avoid some of the appraisal issues. So making sure loan officer submits that information and also orders the appraisal that gets the ball rolling. And there's a few other steps as you're going through this process, as they're processing those documents that we're going to go over here shortly. Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. All right. So now we're going to go ahead and talk about a little bit of uh, the nitty gritty. And what I mean by the nitty gritty is conducting an inspection. So a lot of times when you're looking at a property, it may look good on the outside and look good when you walk through. However, you've never lived there, so you want to know what's going on. So this is where you're going to have to um, hire an inspector to come out and inspect the property. And basically what that means is that a lot of times this is an out-of-pocket cost, and you're looking at, say, three to $400. So this is part of that very first step is being financially prepared 
um, as you're going through this process, understanding that, yes, there's going to be an out-of-pocket cost of um, getting an inspection done. Depends on the loan and depends on the person as well. But ideally, you will have to get an inspection done, three to $400. Expect that. And with this, and the reason I say that this is an important step is because this individual is actually going to go over every doorway, every floor piece, every, it's going to crawl up into the attic. Um, they're going to look over your windows. They're going to look at your electrical. They're going to look at your AC unit, especially if you live in Florida. You got to have AC. You want to make sure it's working. They're going to look at your hot water tank. They're going to look at the roof, uh, the plumbing as well. And what happens is this they'll provide a general report of the condition of your property, letting you know how old the appliances are there in the property, if it's near its end of life, uh, if things are functioning correctly, if they need to be repaired. This is someone that's basically working on your behalf. They're not from the opposite side. And this particularly happen if it's from the seller side. So they won't be on the seller side, is particularly if you are buying the property. So they'll be working on your behalf to make sure that you understand how this property is functioning. Make sure that if there's anything wrong with it, that they're trying to catch that information. Now, I won't say everyone's 100%, but that's why you want to make sure that you get a good uh, inspector. That they're looking at those small things that they know that you'll probably have an issue with. You know, playing with the, the water faucet, turning it on, seeing if it, it works or not. Those are the things that you want to have, want to address. So... Make sure that you have a good inspector as you're going through the process and you get that report. And this will be an opportunity for uh, the next step, which is kind of be important because you may have to do some additional negotiations. But we'll talk about that in the next step. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. So now that you've completed the inspection and the appraisal has come back, usually they don't come back at the same time, but around the same time. This is, could be a negotiation point again. Um, a lot of times uh, when you have an inspection, there's typically some things wrong. Um, if you have a, uh, an inspection with nothing wrong with it, um, then good, then great. You know, uh, even with brand new homes, there's something wrong. I mean, there usually is. There's maybe something minor versus something pretty major. But um, you always want to have that inspection and review it. So you have your inspection. You want to negotiate anything that needs to be repaired. Typically, that needs to be repaired um, before closing. Um, something that is key is make sure that you do it on a have it repaired by a specific date, a specific time, specific date, time, um, by whom will be completing the uh, repairs, uh, appraisal. If there's an issue with the appraisal, basically what it means is if uh, the appraisal comes back and says your property is 10000 less than what your contract is, there may be room in there where you may need to negotiate. If it's sufficient where it meets the actual contract amount or even if it's above it, um, then that's a good thing. You know, if it meets or above when it comes to appraisal, that's a good thing. So, um with that being said, you just kind of work with the process. Just kind of go through it. And this is where your real estate professional is going to help you get through this process. Even though I'm kind of going over this pretty quickly, it can be a little stressful because there's going to be certain things wrong with the property that you want to have done. But it also, it can't be uh, items that, or it shouldn't be items that are, are 
you know that aren't relevant to the functionality of the home um, and make sure and it basically looking at things that need to be repaired that make it inoperable so um, be sure to speak with your real estate professional so that you can have a clear understanding of how that process works and what to expect when you're going through that process so it definitely is key but have that conversation because like i said this may be a, another point of negotiations some people may ask for warranties some people may ask for certain types of repairs um but this is where it happens between the buyer and the seller and this is where things come to peace so try to make sure that that's taken care of and that it's negotiated and that it's clear who what when why and where all right chris brown your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur all right, so we're almost there. We're almost there. So these next two steps, I'm kind of going to combine them in, in this one video, and that's basically reviewing uh, the different information with your lender as well as removing contingencies uh, from the contract. So basically what you're reviewing with your lender is going over their appraisal, making sure that it's okay. You're going to make sure that the loan is okay. Everything is good to go with the loan. And you want to make sure that you review the final approval and have uh, the final conditions taken care of. And what we mean by that is sometimes there may be a couple of items that they may be asking for, updated documents, because sometimes as you're going through this process, you may have been approved, say, a month or so, or maybe even two months ago, and those documents have been outdated. So it's typically, as you get those documents, get new documents, you want to save them because at some point that lender is going to ask for that updated information. Just wanted, a lot of times they want to see the consistency, make sure that you're still working at the same place you were working at when you first started the process and that uh, nothing else has changed. If things have changed, that could impact this process right here. So I've seen it where it's delayed it um, a good amount of time. So make sure that you're keeping everything consistent don't do anything silly and what i mean by that don't go out buy that fancy new car or tell your boss that you quit okay so maintain your job don't make any major financial decisions as in for like purchasing wise or anything along those lines do not do that as you're going through this process because um, you'll find that it will impact uh, your loan and ultimately may cause you not to get the new home that you've been dreaming about. So make sure you stay serious and disciplined. This is a disciplined time. So make sure additionally that all of the uh, contingencies are removed. You want to make sure that um, that you understand any uh, uh, any issues or any understand the product that you're getting uh, with uh, your particular loan, as well as making any final deposits if they're needed. Uh -huh. Excuse me. Um, so if they're needed, there's so much excitement. Um, if they're needed, and that's what I mean by that, if a final deposit is needed, then you want to uh, go ahead and have that taken care of and make sure it's notated and documented so that you can move forward. And it's basically just kind of sitting back and, and waiting for the next steps to come. It's Chris Brown, real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. All right. So. But this step here is we're at the closing. So typically between the closing and the previous steps of making sure all the contingencies are taken care of, you're, there may be a little bit of negotiating, make sure all the documents are in, make sure the documents are being sent to the correct people. Um, your lender is sending it off to their investors. They're doing all the necessary things that they need to do on their end to make sure that this happens for you. Um, 
But basically what happens is when you're at the title company for the closing or some in some people's cases, you may be at the attorney's office during this process. And I tell everyone it may feel like you're signing your life away. <laughs> and it does because you're going to be signing a lot of documents and you're going to have questions, which is perfectly fine. That's why you want to work with someone that's a professional in the title world so that they can explain those documents to you so that you can understand what you're signing and also make sure that everything is still the same that you originally started with. You know, the type of loan, the payment, and have an understanding. You should have a clear understanding of what those uh, documents are beforehand and understand what type of loan you're getting into before you actually get to the closing table. With the new rules, with TRID, um, there's a closing disclosure that needs to be provided three days prior to the closing. So it provides that information of what the loan amount is, what you're paying. It gives, gives you a completely better idea of what's going on. There's been cases where people have been, um, you know, get to the closing table and they were expecting to pay one thing as a monthly payment and then it changed and changed where it's, it's been increased. So that's why TRID has come along and provided some new guidelines that need to be followed. Um, it's a number of guidelines and it works on both sides. So, um, you know, definitely fall in line with those guidelines to make sure you have an understanding of what is to occur at the closing and make sure that you have an understanding of the documents that you are signing and ask questions. This is a point where you can ask questions so that you have a clear understanding of what your responsibility is. But ultimately, you're making a monthly payment and you need to make that all during the life of your loan. So as long as you make those payments on time, a lot of times you won't have any issues coming back to you, but you wanna understand what's all included, taxes, insurance, all that good stuff. Your rate, understand what your rate is and what your monthly obligation is. Make sure you do that at the closing, but it's a good step when you're at the closing. So the feelings and emotions are have been in a whirlwind, but now it's starting to straighten out and you're feeling great because you're at the closing table and you can taste your new home. <laughs> so, um, but definitely so. But you're at the closing table, make sure you take care of those items. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. Congratulations! So you have closed on your brand new home. So when you get the keys, this means that your loan has funded and that you have purchased your brand new home. So congratulations to you. Uh, congratulations to you for closing. Congratulations for listening to this video series and taking the opportunity and allowing me to uh, be be a voice in your ear to help you through the steps of purchasing your new home. And you'll find that this information is very similar across the board. Use this as a guideline. I won't say it's the exact steps, but it's definitely a great guideline to help you understand the process of purchasing a home. So uh, if you're speaking with a real estate professional uh, that doesn't look like me and doesn't have this face here, then ask them these questions. Use this video to, to let them know that you do know a little bit about the process. Have them educate you. That's key. Have them educate you about the process so that you understand what's going on and that they can set the expectations and you can set the expectations. Um, but I definitely say congratulations uh, on your brand new home. And like I said, at this step, the keys are provided to you once everything has funded and that everything is good to go and that's typically all in the same day unless you sign early and if you sign early it just means that 
um, you just got to wait till it funds. <laughs> so just wait to the pro. I mean, you should wait until it funds before the keys are given to you. That's what I typically do with my clients just because of um, if the money hasn't been transpired, the deal hasn't actually happened yet. So just go through that process. It'll be a good time. And like I said, thank you for the opportunity of allowing me to be in your ear and provide you information and education. I mean, like I said, if you're not working with me, you can use this information here and utilize it with someone else that's a real estate professional. And make sure that they're a professional, okay? Make sure that they understand what they're doing. So um, reach out to me. Uh, let me know if you like these videos, if you like the series, if this was helpful, if it gave you a better insight. Um, like, share. Um, subscribe please do all of that um, as well below you're going to also find a link to my website I'm going to be working on this website providing additional videos uh, for you guys um, just to be helpful my goal is to help educate individuals um, about real estate in general there's so many different areas where it's buying homes probates foreclosures short sales investment properties uh, properly uh, understanding the value of your home, um, understanding what type of upgrades are needed in your home to help it reach a particular value. Um, it's a lot to be discussed. So when you're making these uh, big decisions, make sure that you're utilizing someone that is a professional in the field and that you find to be uh, reputable and that um, is willing to help you out. You know, the ultimate goal is um, answering your real estate questions and satisfying your real estate needs. So this is Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. Feel free to check out my website, which is www.listwithchrisbrown.com. And you should find all additional information down there. If there's any new links that I want you guys to check out, any new contact phone numbers, yes, I can be reached. Um, reach out to me. Let me know what you guys think and um, have a good day. It's Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur.